0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
1: We're
2: the Con Guys, as in Comic Con, and this is the Con Guys Show, coming at you straight from the heart of Hollywood, California, with the news, celebrity interviews, and fun loving opinions to help fuel your passions. We are your ultimate insiders filmmakers, writers, actors, costumers, gamers, panelists, but most of all, we are fans. And whether it's sci fi, collectibles, comic books, gaming, animation, cosplay, or fan conventions. If you love it, we cover it. Your behind-the-scenes look at all things con. Oh, I love it. Love
3: it. It's so great. Best theme song on the internet. It
4: wasn't the same without you at the beginning last
2: week,
5: Ben.
2: (laughs) <laughs> we tried, we really tried. Hey, yeah. everybody out there in uh, TV land, as I used to say, welcome to the President's Day episode of the Con Guy Happy Hour. We are honored and privileged to have all of you guys joining us Hi. this week.
5: We have a Luke.
2: Oh, and Luke and we have a Luke. That's great. This looks great. Anyway, you're okay. the Con Guy, we are filmmakers. And writer, coming to you straight from the northern part of Hollywood, California, with news and perspectives about your favorite fandoms, conventions, and pop culture. I mean, we're definitely fanboys and fangirls, but we like to think that maybe we can bring a unique uh, Hollywood filmmaker perspective to all the news that we love. So please check us out at theconguy.com. Also on Twitter, it's theconguy.com. Dot com, about also on Instagram and Facebook as the con guy. You'll find it everywhere tonight. We are discussing the controversy surrounding Gina Carano and Joss Whedon. The brand new Snyder Cut trailer is out, which was I don't want to spoil it, but it looks pretty cool. And uh, hopefully, we can get around to discussing some of our favorite film and TV presidents of all time. My name is Jim Fry, I'm your co host for this week's show. Tonight, as we start the show, I'm going to throw it off to the everybody else to kind of introduce yourselves, and if you want to, tell us what you are geeking out on right now, something that is really cool, that you are enjoying, and let's start with, immediately to this way.
1: Hi, I'm Derek Sands, I'm a regular at The Con Guy, I contribute to theconguy.com, and I'm on all of our shows, pretty much. Um And one thing I am super excited about right now is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yes, Valhalla is the new one. Odyssey is the one right before that. But my wife and I are not always up with the latest gaming stuff. And we would rather pay 15 bucks than 60 for a game. And Assassin's Creed Odyssey is amazing. It is addicting. It is so involved. The world is huge. And I want to walk around talking in this ridiculous accent that all the characters have. Because it's ancient Greece. Yeah. And they have some of the best costumes in this one, too. I mean, Black Flag with the Pirates was pretty great, but this one, Carrie, keep a lot of the same stuff because you're on a ship for part of it and the crew is singing. Um, yeah, that's my thing now.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, Miss
5: Water. Uh, yeah, I am uh, Katie, and lately I, I've been writing for that hashtag show for Batwoman and Riverdale and another show coming on up in the next month or so, so stay tuned to that. Uh, also a Twitch streamer, and just happy to be here. Uh, Something I've been doing is trying to catch up on a whole bunch of TV shows that I have neglected, and that show includes The Boys, season two. Uh, I had to rewatch season one because my roommate hadn't seen it, so we are about after the show, I need to finish the last two episodes of season two so I can gear up for season three, which I'm hyped about because we all know that I love Supernatural and Jensen Apples is coming season three and I'm so stoked for it. So that's where I'm at right now, so
6: very cool very cool and i'm a uh, cheeseman over here uh with uh conguy.com um media director over there and uh something i've been watching is basically stuff we've been talking about we talk been talking a lot about wandavision so i've been looking forward to that on a weekly basis and then we also started talking about resident alien which is the alan tudyk show I've been enjoying watching that and just the quirky humor and that. He's, he's a great character actor. So I've been enjoying that.
2: Miss Dene.
0: Hi, I'm Dene Sams. I'm pretty much here because I'm Derek's sister and I was nice to Jim a couple of times. Now he's been nice to me a billion times. So I get to hang out with you guys on Mondays. Um,
2: right hey, now, you're an invaluable part of the show. Invaluable half of the con girls.
0: I'm half of the con girls and half of the Samblings. So yep. thank you, Jim. I appreciate that. I'm hoping we can get like more going soon with con girls. I'm very excited. Um, the thing I've been geeking out about over the weekend, my roommate and I did like a full-on Galantine's weekend together. And we watched the making of The Witcher and behind the episodes of The Witcher which um, is really neat because Lauren Schmidt was giving a lot of the entail to what it's like to build the whole show. And um, that was really cool. But just a heads up for um, if you are like me and watch The Witcher for one particular reason. Um, behind the Episodes of The Witcher does not have Henry Cavill in it, it even though he's on the cover of, ne- of the Netflix promo. Yeah, he's, um, no, he's in Making of The Witcher and they're two very different things. Just throwing that out there as a heads up for other nerdy girls. I did know that. I did know I that. Did know that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. God. Yeah, I
0: learned that after like an hour and a half.
5: <laughs> also, just to echo off that, if y'all liked The Witch, I did a little after show for it. So just saying. Nice. <laughs> hey everybody,
3: it's me, old buddy Ben, and uh, I am a regular here. Obviously, I'm the con guy. Uh, I'm also a regular contributor now over at, and and now starting to produce over at that Hashtag Show. Uh, Mm. And uh, again, as always, we are on the Hashtag Show Network, brought to you by the fine folks over at Neft Vodka, reminding you to please drink responsibly. Also, one of our sponsors is Toink.com, toyn kcom for all your, I, I don't know what it is, I love like pimping sponsors I love it because it's, it's just like This cross between comedian and announcer That's just like today's program Is brought to you by uh, And it's fun for me What I've been geeking out about recently It's so funny like all the other things everybody mentioned Like WandaVision stuff like that of course um, I've been Watching Cheers I started watching Cheers From the pilot episode And I'm like this show is 40 years old yeah it's um it's good it's so good right i did the same thing just a few years ago and it's it's amazing it's so good good. yeah it's so well done done. i just um i just finished season five and i'm in season six now so it's right after shelly long left and um
1: wait i haven't gotten that far uh
4: No spoilers. No
1: Spoiler. <laughs> I'm joking. Spoilers. Go, please continue. Um, but it's right after Kirstie Alley
3: came and and basically mm-hmm. replaced Shelley Long's character, and uh, it's so good. Of course, I'm a Kansas boy. Uh, I lived in Wichita for a while. Kirstie Alley's a Wichita girl, so um, that's always fun. And uh, yeah, and then other than that, I've just been building a shed in my backyard. Uh, but of course, I'm Mennonite, so it's in my blood to raise barns. So mm. you <laughs> do what you can. And and now, no. our very
2: special guest, oh. <laughs> Mr. Matt.
0: M- that. that was perfect.
2: <laughs> Coming to us from Orlando, Florida, the host and founder of Wookie Radio, Mike Emke. Please tell us about yourself,
7: Mike. I don't care what you smell. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike. I'm host of Wookie Radio, also run Mighty Marvel Geeks, Weeby Geeks, and the Weeby Geeks Podcast Collective, which you can find the con guy on. We are part of the collective, guys. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> lately, what have I been geeking out on? Yeah. Disney Plus brought to us uh, a couple weeks ago a show about Not the Mama. Dinosaur. (laughs) Oh, love dinosaurs. Yeah. And and the baby was not the mama. (laughs) Not Not the mama. mama. (laughs) So I've been catching up on that and catching up. And my daughter's been watching it with me. So while she's been geeking out on lately, Hannah Montana. So (laughs) well,
5: (laughs) that makes me feel old. (laughs) Tell
7: me about it.
2: Well. (sighs) if you i i don't really have something i've been geeking geeking out on like i'm all into wandavision and it was brought to our attention today by our we have 10 comments already wow it was okay, brought to us that wandavision now is the number one television show in the world wow,
4: wow.
2: most supported and downloaded show according to tracking data in the world hmm. that's huge
5: did it surpass Mandalorian so far, or is that just because Mandalorian's not on right now?
2: I think, at, I don't know if it's like right. the number one of all time, but it's like. I thought, yeah, I thought been, I,
5: thought it, I thought it saw something that said it hadn't surpassed Mandalorian yeah. in ratings yet, but I, I don't remember exactly. That. Well, it's the number one right now because nothing else is on. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Could, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, what else is on right now? What, what else is there to watch? Yeah. So I'm not watching anything. And
5: that's
2: the only reason. So. All right, guys, let's say hello to a couple of people. Let's say hello to. Mama Cheese is here. Mama What's Cheese. Up? All right. Mama. Oh, Mama cheese. Brad says this is going to be just like an episode of Wendy Williams tonight with y'all talking about all the scandals. And just going <laughs> say, how you doing, it'll how be great. Hey, Brad, how you doing? No. Good to
5: see how you, How you doing? That's how you're supposed to say it. That's the only way you say those words.
2: Like, <laughs> Kevin Mark Longdon, good to see you, my friend. Oh, wait. This is Media Shock, our good friends over. Yeah. Hi guys. Kristen Guns, Nerdy Girls. Listen, Night. Yes. You guys got some fans there. And let's see. Who else we got? Who else we got? I okay. For right now. <laughs> uh, Jim, you forgot a very important
3: viewer on Facebook tonight. She said, What's up, everybody? Scroll up through the chat about halfway down, right under Brad's uh, Wendy Williams comment. I
1: can do his comment. Blood good! Yeah, Ben, Jim already shared that, and I said blood good. Oh, did he? Thanks for uh, acknowledging that I just... I would complain about WandaVision. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Ben, you're really bad at paying attention. Wait, 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 wait. Did you see... Go ahead. Did you see Brad's
5: comment saying that he just started watching Stranger Things? I mean, better late than never, Brad. (laughs)
2: True. Brad is helping to... I mean, he's at home with family right now, um, helping with some kit, helping his family. Um, I don't know how to say. It. He's there with his nieces and nephews. Let's put it that way. And they are watching WandaVision, and Brad is discovering something for the first time. Now he sees what we've all been into. It. By the way, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but we have – let's limit ourselves to maybe just two minutes. of um, dun the weekly Wanda. All right. How Holy about crap? Ben, did you watch it? Of course I did. <laughs> yes, I did love...
3: exactly what Derek just did. Yes. This week's okay. episode wrestled with so much complex stuff. Like mm-hmm. this is really a dive into Wanda's psyche. There, the, now, there was also a kick-ass reference, which was hilarious because both Evan Peters and uh, Aaron, the other fellow who played Quicksilver. Yes. Anyway, they were both in the movie yes. Kick-Ass and there was a kick-ass reference in WandaVision. Which Sorry. I pointed out to you. Yes. Well, I, I got the kick-ass reference, and yeah. I had forgotten that Evan Peters was in kick-ass as well. I knew the other- I guys, didn't put but, that together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they, it was wild, but a lot yeah. of crazy stuff just dealing with her emotions, psyche, vision, trying to get out, and like almost being destroyed,
1: et cetera, et cetera. Anyway- Scored really is showing us how bad they actually are. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh okay I love the movie theater in the background with the double feature The Incredibles and The Parent Trap Which was so perfect and me <laughs> oh, being the one yeah. overthinking everything I was like wait these came out in like 98 and 2003 so what's going on here are they trying to mess with us with the timeline and make that interesting oh. too and but I was but then Lara was like no it's just that they're you know two Disney movies that are about the same things got a family of superheroes and then twins setting a trap for their parents I mean
7: it uh, was clever But let me throw this out at you. Uh huh. What is the best Fantastic Four movie ever made? (laughs) The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Yeah. Who's who? Who happens to be an astrophysicist that may be coming to speak to uh, Monica Rambeau?
4: Yep.
2: Reed. Wait, right. Reed Richards.
7: Richards. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There, there's there's also other speculation that it could be Rhodey as well. But how how do you tease Fantastic Four without saying Fantastic Four? Yeah, Incredible.
5: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think we're all waiting for them to bring in the Fantastic Four in in, in any way too. We talked about talked about it last week. Um, I didn't mind this episode. I didn't like it as much as the previous episode, but that's just because I was hyped on Evan Peters because I just I love Evan Peters. Um, to me, I enjoyed it And I know I, I'm very intrigued in Act 3 This kind of felt like they were rounding up Act 2 It has that very feel of a movie uh, So for me, I was like Okay, the end was solid But some people were like, this is the best episode yet I didn't quite feel it was the best episode yet I thought the episode prior was better But I am really excited to see where the end of the season takes us
3: I agree <laughs> Apparently, I need. Mean- yes, Kristen,
2: you do
5: Honestly, <laughs> Kristen, at this point I would just wait to binge watch it At
2: the end of the season Daniel, that's it. We promise. That's all we're talking about. Yeah. Guys. We <laughs> talk about it too
3: much. <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about Wandavision on our nerd podcast. <laughs> yes.
0: So, I just want to say one thing. If DC made this, you guys would be tearing it apart.
3: No, we're- we'd be loving it if it was good.
0: Yeah, we were- that's
2: all we're talking about tonight, guys. <laughs> we are. Hey. that was way longer than two minutes. Yes, Keep I agree. It Keep it rolling. Hey, Katie. Yes. Yeah. Miss Katie Kawamoto, I hear that you have some con updates
5: for us this week. I do. I know it's been a bit, but that's kind of because cons have been virtual this year and last year, uh, but I did want to do kind of bring that back. So uh, if any of you guys follow social media, you saw we've all been waiting to find out about SDCC, but there is a big con that also was way sooner than SDCC, which is WonderCon. Uh, all of us here at Con Guy pretty much agreed that WonderCon was not going to happen. They did officially make an announcement, I think on Wednesday
4: mm-hmm.
5: or Friday, maybe. Uh, and there's a, on the opening page of WonderCon, it says, the statement says, 2020 was a difficult year all around. For the first time in history of our organization, we were unable to have in-person events for WonderCon or Comic-Con. We have hoped that by now, the ongoing COVID-19 pand- pandemic might have subsided enough that we could once again come together in person for a traditional WonderCon event. Sadly, as we continue to monitor the latest information from healthcare officials, we have determined the interest of public safety will prevent the spring's WonderCon from moving forward. That's an in person convention. They go on to talk about how there's still no news about Comic Con, uh, as obviously we're all kind of hoping that in the end of July things will be better, but unfortunately they don't know. Um, but it has not officially been canceled yet, um, and they're going to still be doing virtual WonderCon at home, which Last year we might have the con guy might have had a little a little thing on one or really? uh, and that'll be uh joining us uh, at March twenty-sixth and twenty-seventh. So again, it'll probably I'm hoping, I'm assuming it'll be a lot more organized than last year because last year's was thrown together very quickly. So um, it's a pretty awesome way for them to be able to still do it, but virtually. Uh also announced today was or t- yesterday this week, sometime this week. Uh, As you guys know, Funko has a big presence at conventions like WonderCon and Comic-Con, and uh, Emerald City Comic-Con. Unfortunately, Emerald City Comic-Con also can no longer happen this year, given that it was supposed to be soon. And that was the rescheduled event um, from last year. Mm -hmm. And so Funko is doing Funko, the virtual Funko 5, because four conventions from last year got put virtual. And then this is the fifth one. They're also going to be doing all sorts of more releases for Funko. for that weekend. So definitely stay tuned to their Instagram for that. They already started announcing those exclusives and sneak peeking it. The first announcement they made today was a two pack of the twins from WandaVision. So that will be one of the exclusives released at Emerald City Comic-Con. Uh, last but not least, it's- it's related to cons, and I know both Ben and I are fan, is unfortunately the Renaissance Fair here in Southern California uh, did get canceled for <laughs> this season, for the second year in a row. Um, so it's it's a huge two-month, or six weeks. I can't remember if it's six weeks or eight weeks. I think it's six weeks, right, Ben?
3: Um, I want to say it's eight weekends, but, yeah. but I i
5: can't remember but i think it's either six to eight weekends and it's a big thing here in southern california especially but all over the country but unfortunately it did get cancelled they did announce that their tickets will transfer over to next year so hopefully next year they'll be able to run their, their thing but uh just be thinking of if you guys are able to uh if you know any small business or you know any vendors at any of these conventions that are struggling because of the lack of being able to go to conventions for the last year or rent fair please feel free to reach out via Twitter and we can try to get you a shout out or a retweet to try to help you guys promote your business because we know times are tough and we still want to find nerdy things and other ways people to support as well. So, yeah. And I'm going to
3: announce it right now, right here. One year from now, the con guy podcast is taking Jim to his first yes. renaissance fair. That's yes. what we're doing here, here. On the books, we're making it happen.
0: Yes. And we're getting him a drinking horn, right? Okay.
3: Yes. And the
0: rest of us will be dressed up like characters from Star Trek on the holodeck.
4: <laughs> That's one way of doing
5: it. We will it. finally get to experience the oubliette in all its, in all its glory.
3: <laughs> we're taking Jim for a pony ride.
2: <laughs> do you wear gilts at a renaissance fair? I, I do. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: There's so, the thing yeah. about renaissance fair that people obviously honestly... I think get confused because you don't have to dress up, but you can if you want. And there's okay. different theme, there's different theme weekends, and there's honestly like you can dress up like however. No one's really gonna. Some people like to gatekeep it a little bit, but that's no, no.
3: Mike, are you a ren Faire guy?
7: Oh, you... uh oh, muted. Uh oh. <laughs> I've been to a couple. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, I have not taken my daughter yet, but. Um, waiting for the, the one in Tampa to, to reopen. But, uh, I was also going to add to the con, uh, this past weekend was also supposed to be New York Toy Fair, which got canceled. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be, they were going to try and reschedule for May and then totally canceled from that. But that was normally um, the special this past weekend. Very cool. Brad
2: has said, all right, I made a Hot Pocket and a Kool-Aid. Speaking of food, by the way, I am drinking instead of my normal um, too much. I am drinking a Dr. Pepper, Diet Dr. Pepper tonight. Turning over a new leaf, but
6: new sponsor.
2: Just kidding. Yeah, new sponsor. So, Brad, we hear you, my friend, and we actually um, we kind of invited Mike to come on the show specifically for the the topics tonight. And Mike, can you tell us a little bit about Wookie Radio?
7: Uh, Wookiee Radio is a podcast Where we talk about Xenomorphs And Tribbles <laughs> and all through, I'm sorry It's a show where we talk Everything uh, Star Wars Be it yeah. games, collectibles Toys The shows, the movies The books, the comics uh, If it's Star Wars we talk about it um, So I don't know if you want me to Kind of I hear, into it. okay, then
2: I'm going to give you a little bit of intro But Mike, so you guys are celebrating Your very next episode Is a big milestone episode Yeah,
7: yeah. Um, The episode we record this week Will be episode 200 Wow, wow. wow. Congratulations.
2: Nice and, uh, A couple of us have been on a show before Myself and Luke went on with, with Ryan went on with us And we were talking Star Wars And I got to tell you me and Luke were left in the dust. I'm so glad Ryan came with us that week. It was all the extended universe stuff that, let's just be <gasps> yeah, I was just I was drowning. It was great, but I was drowning. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>
7: so, there it is. Good thing we had video. this guy Ryan with it's us. It's been
5: a minute. It's been a minute.
7: I miss Ryan. Yeah.
5: yeah.
7: But but I want I want to say though we still kept conversation where you guys were able to participate. Oh, in- I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it was a good balance between being able to really uber geek and and make it accessible. Yeah, yeah. The
2: the reason, though, that Mike is such a a great guest to have on this week is because of one of the big topics, the giant topic of the week. And we kind of put the next few topics together because they kind of all live in the same universe. Gina and Mike's show that you guys, that it, did it drop today, Mike?
7: Yeah, yeah, it dropped uh, about two hours ago.
2: Yeah, you guys were actually recording during the announcements that were being made about Gina Carano. Yeah. So let's get into it. Gina Carano, Josh Whedon, the Snyder Cut, it still. Social media has flexed its might, toppling the popular Cara Dune character from The Mandalorian, along with the once unstoppable Josh Whedon creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and director of the first two Avengers movies. But social media also, on the positive side, created the crescendo of voices, demanding Zack Snyder's version of the Justice League to be made. I mean- Convenient
5: timing. Convenient timing, I must say. I I agree, I agree. (laughs)
2: Love it or hate it, social media has become the megaphone that Hollywood hears and fears. So we are gonna get into it. So. Mike, why don't you just start off with this and tell us the controversy that erupted this week with with Gina um, Carano?
7: Well, I'm, I'm going to say it, it's it's not just Hollywood that fears social media. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'll leave it at that. Um, but the controversy that spurred—we uh, were probably two two thirds into recording um, the episode of Wiki Radio that just dropped when news came across that Gina Carano was fired by Lucasfilm. Now, as we were covering the story, going through the story, we kind of to have that belief of unless there is something official from Lucasfilm or from the Walt Disney Company, it's not official. It's hearsay. It's rumor. And that's what we went on. Uh, even discussion... Through till Sunday, there's Saturday or Sunday, I believe. Um, it was all this is coming from Lucasfilm, a Lucasfilm spokesperson mm-hmm. that she's gone. Okay. Yeah. Now, what I think what kind of sealed the deal is when Gina Carano said, Cool, you let me go. I'm now signed on with this other company to make. My movie,
4: yeah,
7: okay, cool. That kind of confirms it, but we still have not gotten the official statement,
4: right? Right?
7: Wait, I, I think that, it's um, all unofficial, st- though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, at this point in time, I think it is, uh, yeah. yeah. So
2: I would love to, I, I didn't find out about it um, immediately. Danae texted me this week and was asking, questions. I said, oh, she was, she was fired. And she said, yeah, it just happened. And so um, con guys, con girls, let's discuss this. First of all, let me read, let me read the tweet. Let me read the, the, the tweet that broke the camel's back. Um, And, and recently, recently, well, in the past year, it's been, it's, She's kind of been very outspoken politically. And um, it's gotten her a lot of attention, both good and bad. A lot of people love her. A lot of people hate her. I can tell you this. She was such a popular character that Disney had a, a, a series getting ready to go about her character. So um, obviously that's not happening anymore. <laughs> but um, here's the tweet that she sent out last week. It said... Because history is edited – oh, let me – there was a, a, a photograph of, um, of a woman running, being terrorized by some children. It, it was an old photo from, from Germany, from during the Nazi-era Germany. It was, it was a very incendiary tweet. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply being Jews how is that any different from hating someone for their political views is
5: also that- by the way it was a TikTok. um it wasn't a tweet as yeah, far as yeah. i know from what i saw it as a TikTok post and not tweet which actually i think is also even more deadly to post something like that on um to in a social media standpoint because TikTok spreads even faster than twitter in some ways depending on what you say and so The platform choice was also even worse for her.
7: Yeah, we were we were reading that uh, it was something she shared on her um, Instagram as well.
5: Yeah, and it might have been her Instagram. I just when I when I was looking it up for the Twitter, I was like, there's no tweets. I don't. I mean, obviously, she could have deleted the tweet. I don't know. She posted it on Twitter as well, but from what I read, it was TikTok.
2: And to be fair, this was not her first tweet that got some attention. Mm -hmm. Right, the day of the election, she wrote. We need to clean up the election process so we are not left feeling the way we do today. And she is an outspoken um, uh, Republican. I don't know if she's Republican, but she leans more to the conservative (laughs) side. She said, put laws in place that protect us against voter fraud and investigate every state. Film the counting, flush out the fake votes, require ID, make voter fraud end in 2020. Fix the system. Okay, that could have... That is what it is. It's. Uh, I don't think that one's as...
5: I don't think that, honestly, I don't think that one is the one, no, one it, that but contributes to this problem. I
2: think the tweet, the her, one of her first tweets is the one that got her the most in trouble. And that's when um, she was being pressured to put her her preferred pronouns on her page. And instead she put the words beep, bop, boop, the sounds of um, a robot. And then... Pedro, she's and then she apologized. She did say, guys, I'm sorry. It has been pointed out to me by Pedro Pascal that that is offensive to the trans community. I didn't mean to offend. And then she decided to put no pronouns, which got her any, I guess, put her, she got, she drew more ire for people assuming that she was making a political statement that way. So let's leave it at that. And let me, I would love to hear from all sides in this, but I do want to say this. We are not a political podcast, although everyone, I can guarantee you, all of us have discourse and different opinions, and they are all valid. They are all valid. And everyone listening out there, we, we're we not advocating this or that. Nobody's an idiot for what they believe, and we're not saying that. We're just talking about this issue of social media toppling somebody of this stature. All right. Ben, I would love to hear your opinion first. <laughs>
3: You jump into the
2: lion's uh, den.
3: Uh, jump into me, the the talker. Um, yeah. So here here's the deal. That I think one thing I saw on the on the social media post for tonight's episode, um, I think part of the headline was something like, "Was it right for Lucasfilm to fire Gina Carano?" And I think uh, there's an issue here of what 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 not what is the meaning of the word is. It's what is you know what's the definition of right i think if you are sympathetic to gina's beliefs point of view opinions etc cetera, etc cetera, you might think no this isn't right if you're uh a, a diametrically opposed to her beliefs opinions uh um you know political views then you say oh, of course it's right i think what it comes down to if if and again, like Jim said, you know, we're not here to debate the, po- the politics of it. We can do that on another podcast if we want. Um, but uh, I think if, if, whether it's right or wrong for Lucasfilm and Disney, and we discussed this prior to the show, this was a business decision. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you've got somebody who's a fairly popular character on your show. Um and and it was a big thing for Gina to get on there. Of course, she started off in uh, uh, MMA and made her her way into acting. And you you have her... The unfair thing is that when you are a celebrity and you are in the public spotlight, you have a responsibility thrust upon you, and you have to understand that. Um, And you are allowed to have your opinions and you're allowed to have your beliefs, but when you are working for a certain company, and I understand this as an actor... um, when you're working for a certain company, you are responsible for reflecting a certain image when you're working for that company. And especially if it's Disney, especially if it's this, yep. this mighty company that Disney is, there is a very specific line that you have to walk when you are representing the company. Now, say Gina mm-hmm. Carano stayed on the show and left after a couple seasons. She went on to do another thing and and said whatever she wanted. I, I don't think anybody would care i think the issue was she was staying saying stuff that's like hey you're putting stuff on your social media that's pissing off half the internet half the internet loves it the other half is pissed off and then those two halves of the internet are pissed off at each other uh yeah. basically she there, there had to have been warnings there had to have been sit downs with her agent her manager say mm-hmm. hey your client is saying this stuff online that's stirring the pot That doesn't work with our image. As from a business standpoint, you need to cut it out. And so for people to say, oh, you know, like social media is canceling, uh, social media is canceling uh, Gina Carano. No, Gina Carano got her fired from a job. Gina Carano made a choice that she, she's not dumb. I assume I've never met the gal, but she's not dumb. She had to make this choice that she knew was probably going to get her in hot water. Mm -hmm. and and if you look you have to look at the collection of things not just well this one yeah was probably a bad choice to compare conservatives Mm -hmm. to jews in nazi germany it's first of all it's a bad choice to compare anybody to jews in nazi germany it's just not a subject you touch Mm -hmm. i'm not a jewish person i kind Mm -hmm. of look like one but i'm not um but it um i would say unless you are jewish or armenian you really don't have any right to make any kind of comparisons to a Holocaust or a genocide, you really don't. Um, and so that is an extreme step. And 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 yeah, you, you, you've gotta know when you're making that kind of a comparison on social media that it's going to cause a stir. She had to know if she stepped out of line more, it was gonna get her in hot water with her company. And from a business standpoint, you have this employee that's doing good work for you, but they keep screwing up your image online or their representation of your image on their social media. So, yeah, you're going to bring the hammer down on them. That uh, that
2: That is neither right nor wrong. That's right. business. Hey, Mike, I you have a definite perspective on this, I would love to hear. We, we talked before the show.
7: Right. And I think we bring it up on Wookiee Radio as well a little bit. Yeah, so check
2: uh, out Wookie Radio this week. You guys go into this pretty deep.
7: I am Jewish. um, And this is where I'll disagree with your comment, Ben, on you can only be Jewish or Armenian to bring up the comparison to the Holocaust. Now, bring the comparison up no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. Why? To keep history from repeating itself. Mm. Period.
4: Yeah. Because
7: uh if I remember from watching our previous show, Katie, you're you're Japanese or correct. Are Japanese, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. That'd be like saying only the Japanese could bring up the issues of internment camps in the United States, they're the only ones who had the right to. Mm-hmm. No, everyone should bring that up to yep. prevent it from happening again. So
2: to be, to be fair though, Mike, I, I agree with you, but I don't think Ben was I, I, I definitely think he's, you know, saying that,
7: you know. Right, right. Yeah. And, and I didn't – I'm not taking it that way. I just right, want right. to bring it to the forefront, though. This is where I disagree. You mm-hmm. don't need to be. Anyone should bring it up. Mm-hmm. and But I do agree, and I think we, we discussed this on Wookiee Radio. Um, the comparison, I – just to be fair, I'm a registered non party affiliate. Mm-hmm. I don't belong to either party. Right now, I hate both parties. <laughs> I have for a while. Yeah. yeah. But the comparison brought up very much hit home as me having observed where the political climate has gone in the last 16 years.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. Right now, there is a lot of. If you don't think my way, we're going to beat it out of you and make you think our way. Mm. So, yes, the comparison, the, the analogy she posted or shared the meme of is valid. But I think with everything that has gone on with January 6th, with everything leading into last, you know, that was last year political-wise, climate-wise, political climate-wise. Right. Taking the the subject matter of Jews and pre-war German Nazi, uh, German National Nationalist Political Party or the Nazi Party and using that comparison, right now, is just the wrong thing to use. Yeah. that is instant flash fire. Yeah. Here. Now, if she chose it as total different analogies, it may have been a little bit more accepted. But the fact that you're already touching on something of, you know, socialists, the uh, the races, the the Nazis, all that, and all that label being put on the Republicans. And then having someone go, no, no it's Democrats. It's just the wrong. It was that was the wrong move. Can I? This is kind of. Um, Kristen
2: Goss, she said amen to that, but look at her next statement. She said, she's also Japanese, and her grandparents were both attorneys, and she loved what you just said there. So I, that's very cool. Thank you, Kristen, for uh, for saying that. Um, I, I do want to jump in, because I know uh, Derek and, and Danae and everybody and, and Katie, I know everybody has, has deep um, opinions about this, but let me, can I just preface it with this right here? This, oh, you know what? No, I'm not going to preface it yet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, re- really quickly, uh, Mike, I would like to say thank you very much for, for, for saying that. And uh, I, I stand corrected and I amend my statement because i what you said hit the hit the nail on the head
0: mm-hmm.
3: so i we
7: are in agreement on that
0: that's and, something you yeah. never see in a facebook debate <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, 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 I, think, I think that's the biggest i think that's the biggest problem going on right now is yes we're too busy trying to rewrite history or or cancel out things from history to where it never exists and when we do that it may not be my daughter's generation may not be Derek's kids generation. It may be the generation after that. It's gonna repeat. And when it repeats, it's gonna repeat very hard. And it's gonna be probably even more detrimental than when it happens the first time.
2: Well listen, it I mean I think it's important. I, I can say this. Somebody there's a really good friend at work. She um she's in her forties and she, we were having a discussion one day and she had never heard Auschwitz, never even heard of it. It didn't know that it was something that existed. And I was I was just what? I was taken aback. She had never heard of Hiroshima. And I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. What's what are you talking about? And she's not a she is not what you'd call a stupid person. It's just it wasn't I don't know how you missed those things. So but so I agree that. That point, it's important that we don't let people forget. But I, sometimes, I, but can we stop minimizing it by comparing everything to it? Can we? Oh, that's like you're a Nazi for saying get No, Nazis kill people. They send them to the gas chambers because I believe something, and I don't want to. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into that. But let's stop comparing things to the Nazis. That was one of the most atrocious things that has ever happened. And let's not belittle it by making everything thing's uh Nazi now.
4: Katie,
5: yes. So I was gonna echo off of that. Is the comparison game is a very, very fine line that you have to be careful about. And mm-hmm. honestly, to me, when I see someone compare two events in, in general, especially if they're historical events, it's like you're trying to justify certain things. Um, and that's the harm in it. Um mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, it's like this and like this. Okay, then what what, what else are you trying to say? Are you trying to justify one event by comparing it to history? Because that's completely flawed in how we don't learn from our mistakes. Or, like, what is your intention with it? And I just yeah. feel like that's the flaw with the comparison argument. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Brad pointed, she needed to read the room. And I yeah, think that's
2: a good comment.
5: Yeah. She didn't do that. And she just spoke, Look both ways before crossing the street. She knew better. She. That is exactly it, is you need to, A, to A know the, the state of the world, know the environment to which your fan base is. Not only that, the Star Wars fan base, we've all gone over this, is one of the most toxic fan bases that exist.
4: Unfortunately.
5: So in that case, how could you expect that there not to be repercussions from it? I mean, they... So they're up in arms about everything, and then if you add something like that, it's it's the it's definitely the wrong fan base.
4: Yeah, yeah. In, in
5: general, not that I'm justifying it with saying that it's just a fan base problem. There's multiple people at the, the problem here, and to get away from the politics of it, it's not even not bring the like not pick a side. The thing is. You, you are that image, regardless of what you do. If I do something that wraps out, any of us do something to rat out our job secrets or anything that we're not supposed to tell, we lose our job. Right. This is no different than that. This is just a company having the right to do what they need to, to protect their image. Okay. And freedom of... Speech does not apply to what the company can choose to do for you.
2: I agree. Let me jump in and say this right here. And for those of you who think that we're just taking one side or the other, I'm going to tell you right now, I am one of the biggest defenders of freedom of speech and people should be able to express their opinions, not without consequence, but don't you dare try to tell people they cannot share their mind. However, in this case, with Gina Carano, I am a big fan of, I love her character, and I, and on the outside, I love the fact that she is kind of baldy. She is kind of like loud and outspoken in the bull in the china shop. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to comment on her political beliefs. I just like the type of person she is. I really do like that. But The Mandalorian is one of the biggest, most profitable things for Lucasfilm, and they don't want, they don't want half their audience not tuning in anymore. They don't want controversy. They don't want to court this controversy. It's a hundred percent, in my opinion, a business decision. This is not because Lucasfilm chose which presidential candidate they were supporting. We can all give our best guesses on what. Let's be honest. We know that Hollywood is overtly uh, liberal. Okay, you know that. That should help you know how to navigate these types of mistakes. Do you not say that? But um. Derek, you were. I think you were getting
6: ready to say something.
1: Yeah, I was going to comment. Like I know a lot of us are a lot of have a lot of agreement on. Okay, this is a business decision. They're trying to avoid controversy. Um, what I'm wondering is, Pedro Pascal made a Holocaust comparison online in 2018, shortly before he was hired to do The Mandalorian. Um, what I want to put this out there is, why do you think that was less controversial? Was it because he was talking about the situation at the border and he was coming from the perspective of the left politically? Or do you think it was because the show hadn't started yet? So there wasn't as much of a risk for controversy or what? Um, because um, I will I will say this, like those are both, like that's a serious issue. You know, the, the situation at the border, um, the increasing division and hatred in our country is also a serious issue. They're not the same. Also, neither one is the Holocaust right now.
4: Right,
1: um, yeah. And also the picture that Pedro Pascal actually included in that tweet uh, was from Palestine in 2010. It wasn't even America in 2018. Um, but this kind of speaks to that. Okay, is there is there a double standard or were there other circumstances surrounding this that contributed to the two of them being treated very differently?
2: Today, we haven't heard from you. I would love to know your opinion on that.
3: Wait, uh, Jim, oh.
2: Mike was going to say something. Sorry. Oh, know,
7: sorry I, 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 <laughs> to be fair, Gina Carano's meme that she shared was not the Holocaust. It, it had nothing to do with mm. the Holocaust. It, it mm. dealt with the political climate pre-World War II, which eventually led to the Crystal Knock or the Night of Broken Glass. Good point. Thanks for clarifying it, that. It was building to that. and mm. I just want to also say real quick on Katie's topic, while it was probably the wrong thing for her to post. As an observer, I honestly feel that her intent was not to create a political statement. It was to make an observation of, guys, this is what's happening, and this has got to stop.
2: Danae? It was just taking a
0: long Mm way. Sorry. I mean, I think what I'm just what the thoughts I have are pretty much repeating what everybody else has said. Like as a history nerd, I'm very much like, you know, we do need to remember what happened in Germany because it did not. It was not sudden with the knock or the night of the broken glass. It began generations before with that slight prejudice against Jewish people that just kept growing. And it was allowed to grow because I remember a Ken Burns documentary covered it so well, because the man said, well, we were fine with it because we were told that they were Jewish and they deserved it. And I think in any situation of hatred, that's something you have to watch for. Because, as I mean, because I am a religious person, I believe that hatred is a sin. So it's going to just keep growing if you let it happen. And no matter what kind of hatred you're seeing, it's you ne- it needs to be cut off, and we need to remember our history. But yes, she could have phrased it better. I think she might have been good to leave out what she was comparing it to, just saying, hey guys, remember, things yeah. begin subtly. We need to watch for these things. We need to remember what has happened in the past. But at the same time, um, you know i i worked for disney in the past i did the disney college program and they do hold their employees to a higher standard however more to what derek said i have seen a lot of celebrities be much more anti-semitic all over the place and not face repercussions for it yeah. so it's one of those i keep feeling drawn in all these different directions because i do cara dune is one of my favorite star wars characters now and i also love gina Grono and deadpool and um But if it's like, yes, I think we need to remember our history, but can there still be an element of forgiveness? Like, what has she said since then? Did she want to just leave Star Wars? I don't know. But um, just from some of the things I've heard before, it feels like they're dealing much more harshly with her when we need other people to remember these things have happened before, too, if that makes sense.
2: That point, when you said they're dealing much more harshly with her, let me give a couple of examples. Um, just within the past two weeks, Elizabeth Olsen has been caught up in her own social media scandal. The 31-year-old actress, um, last year she deleted her social media yeah. um, because, Marvel good fans, because Marvel fans were spamming her and angry with her because she did not pay tribute to co-star Chadwick Bozeman quickly enough following his death. Yeah. In and, yep. and, and their opinions, in their opinions. But the latest backlash stems from Olsen during an interview she did recently describing Wanda Maximoff as a gypsy, which has been deemed offensive to those of Romani, Romani origin. She previously used that term in, ninth, in 2015, in a 2015 interview with talk show host Graham Norton, and he told her it's a phrase she probably shouldn't be using, but she slipped up again. And mm-hmm. there's a big media backlash right now trying to cancel Elizabeth Olsen. Chris Pratt, I'm going through um, their fellow Marvel people here. Chris mm-hmm. Pratt, a similar incident um, happened when he did not, um, there was a big, uh, a Democratic fundraiser where many of the MCU superheroes gathered uh, to for the fundraiser, and he did not attend. And so he was called out. By the way, it's worth noting that Chris Pratt donated to Barack Obama's campaign in 2012. So I just want to throw that out there before we crucify Chris Pratt. Um so but so he got crucified on Twitter for not attending the fundraiser. But Robert Downey Jr. Mark Ruffalo, Zoe Saldana and some others came to his, his defense saying, wait a second, you, you can't do this. Um
1: and let's all Yeah because that's that is just political right there. Yeah. That that is just partisan politics. Yeah that's
0: about. that's just
1: like you didn't donate true. to this party? How dare you? That makes you even go
0: you to this event, like you can't let them defend themselves. Maybe they were just busy that night. Like
2: yeah. Oh, you know, no. oh, <laughs> or you know what? Or maybe can we just cancel cancel culture? Yeah, I,
5: I, I, I have, I have yeah. thoughts on that. I mean, I know we, we talked about this too. It's 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 gotten out of control. I will completely agree with the fact that cancel culture has gotten out of control. Um It's like a you know what? There's a quote, and I can't remember. I think it was The Boys. I'm not sure where they say. I think it's Starlight, she says, well, what about innocent until proven guilty? And she says, when you're in the public eye and you're a celebrity, you switch it. Mm-hmm. That is so accurate to what is going on. You know, when you are a celebrity, you are held to a higher standard and automatically now you having to declare your name before you get the chance to even speak and defend yourself. Now, I think it's a rampant issue. I think that people need to Take more consideration and care out of how they're dealing with certain situations. That said, yeah. I do think certain people um don't show remorse or any anything wrong with what they're doing. And I, mm-hmm. I understand that they're trying to cancel them to help people see, help them these people realize that what you said or what you're doing is not okay, but that's not the right way to approach it. You know, the whole problem is we've been talking about is hatred mm-hmm. is this divide when we all just need to show more mm-hmm. um kindness and consideration and talk like humans instead of attacking people and because unfortunately with the way politics is if you if you debate it it's because both parties think they're right and no one can admit or accept the other side and that is the biggest problem i think with cancel culture is people can people can redeem themselves the problem is is that no one is giving them the chance to redeem themselves i mean yes gun was an example of someone who has James Gunn, yeah. For James those who Dunn. Don't know,
2: James Dunn was canceled, or fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was canceled first and then fired. Yes. About it was about two years ago when old tweets that he had put put up resurfaced, and 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 me and Ben were talking about this. They were they could they were very on the edge, and they were, they were pedophilia jokes, which is something you don't joke about. Oh. However, and I'm not going to defend them at all. During his time as the director of Slither, a great movie, I might add. Oh, I love Slither. I do too. And his time with Troma, they were kind of on brand. Maybe it can be argued that they were on brand. I'm not going to defend them, but and I'm sorry. I'm I'm a, I'm an I'm letting my my opinions go on this one. I'm just so glad he's back directing Guardians Three. I'm sorry. <laughs>
5: yeah, no, I get that. But but he, I- Sorry. No, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Well, I was
2: gonna say, but he did come
3: back, and he said, "Listen, this was at a different time. I was, I was making these kinds of jokes. It doesn't make him right. It doesn't make, And he apologized. You know, he issued an apology, and I think that's the. If I, I have just a couple of points that I wanted to make really cool. quickly. Um, it's, it's. Um, You know there there is redemption and there needs to be more redemption especially when somebody shows remorse when they come back and they say this and this is why public relations is a whole industry for for people in the public eye you know we remember the robert pattinson Kristen stewart breakup was a huge thing because robert pattinson did not have a publicist and there might be some Scandalous news coming out about Robert Pattinson soon. I just saw a thing that one of my friends in the industry sent me. And oh. it may it may be complete BS, it may not. We'll see. We'll wait a couple weeks. We'll see where we're at. But Join
0: us next week while we discuss Robert Pattinson and Army Hammer.
3: Exactly right. Yeah. Um,
7: <laughs> but it's like, the daylight. like
3: uh but it's like I'm a college sports fan and it it, it the, these are things that J- James Gunn got canceled because of stuff he said a decade ago. You know, this is something Gina Carano said today, and it wasn't just the thing she said today. As Jim mentioned, it was the buildup. It's like, hey, I'm a big college sports fan. Kentucky's a great basketball team. I saw them win a game the other day. Why aren't they in the top 25? Well, it's because they've lost 14 games. You know, that it's the buildup of the thing that's happened over the season. By the way, Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina are all not in the top 25 in basketball right now. What (laughs) is going on? Anyway, um the other thing is a lot of people are like how can you take this, this she's the only strong badass female character in the Mandalorian how can you do this um hello you've got Ming-Na Wen and you've got mm-hmm. Mo-Katan, mm-hmm. Mo-Katan yes, who are two freaking amazing well, I personally
5: female. like better than, than mm-hmm. Carly I,
3: I do also really like the campaign to bring Lucy Lawless into the Mandalorian to replace <laughs> Gina Carano in some form I love Lucy Lawless
4: yeah. Yeah.
3: I think
4: Brad was saying that too, yeah. yeah <laughs> completely I, I, I'm
3: separate I'm from down. the whole Gina Carano thing. Just bring Lucy Lawless I'm
2: in the show.
5: Down. I'm so down. But all right, just guys. To- wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, go ahead. I'm going to move on to the death suite and stuff. Oh, oh. Yeah, there's more to say, though. So. Okay,
7: yeah. I was going to say, just to piggyback on, on Ben's mm-hmm. comment, what, my, my statement at the beginning of all this saying it's not just Hollywood, it's social media in general. Mm-hmm. Here, in or- here in Orlando, we've got the college – University of Central Florida. Our AD oh, nice. and our coach jumped ship like two weeks ago. Oh. New AD comes in. Rumor had it, uh, you know, and of course, as soon as that happened, social media, this is who we want for a coach. Who's this is who we want for a coach? Everyone's putting in their two cents on who they want. When rumor has it, hey, it's gonna be this person. Yeah, no, we don't want that person. We're gonna we're gonna leave if you grab that person. That person ended up becoming our new coach. So it's like sometimes you just gotta not listen to social media. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and um Kristen had this comment on here that with social media but with social media it's gone so far beyond just people in the public eye. I'm so glad there wasn't social media when I was in high school. Seriously, God help us all. Um, yeah. and that's true, like you guys were talking about with celebrities you end up getting held to a higher standard because you're in the public eye, but regular people are getting affected by cancel culture. I mean, there was a woman on Instagram who was like a baby care expert or something, and when people found out that she had privately supported Donald Trump, they wanted to take like all of her proprietary information and start putting that out there publicly, things that yeah. basically destroying her ability to make a living because she had supported the wrong candidate. Um, however you might feel about Donald Trump, like that's not the way to treat another regular person. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are seeing that, and that's a danger that has a lot of people concerned. And mm-hmm. another thing I was just going to share, I'm going to try not to dwell too much on this, but I think we do need to mention it, at least in passing. Um, we mentioned how, you know, with, with Gina Carano's, uh, online comments, she was talking about the division in our culture and the way, basically the way, you know, Republicans are treated, um, and- with Pedro Pascal's tweet a couple of years ago, it was about um, children at the border, and you know both of those serious issues. They should not be partisan issues, um, and but at the and they're very different. But at the same time, probably not things we can really compare to the treatment of Jews in Nazi Germany. Um, however, um, like obviously we want to be careful about making those comparisons. Right now, in China. Uyghur Muslims are being taken off to concentration camps. Mm-hmm. They are being forcibly sterilized, mm-hmm. put to forced labor and systematically murdered. Mm-hmm. Disney filmed the live action Mulan in a region of China where that is happening and thanked the Chinese government in their credits. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, let's assume that everything we could surmise from these tweets and all these, uh, what people believe about Gina Carano is all true, that she is you know, hateful and um, hates gay people and is transphobic and um, is racist and a Nazi and all this. Is all of that worse than genocide? Because Disney did not cancel the Chinese government. They thanked them. Why? Because of course, as we said, it's a business decision, it's about the public eye, they can still make lots of money. Not sure that I think that's good, but in some ways they're operating as a business, not as a human being, um, because the tweets, the behavior on social media is what's more controversial. And while I don't like a corporation doing that, what's really concerning to me is that for our culture, what was more controversial was behavior on social media than genocide. That is actually happening right now. So if anybody's going to make Holocaust comparisons, let's talk about people who are actually going to concentration camps and actually being systematically systematically murdered because of their ethnic and religious identity right now. So I'm sorry, but... Um, Disney, this is not about morality for you. It's about the bottom line. And mm-hmm. fans, if you are more upset about Gina Carano, either you're mad that she's fired or you're mad at her views that, than you are about what's happening to Uyghur Muslims, then you might need to search your own heart because maybe your morality is based more on partisan politics than it is on human rights.
4: And very, mm-hmm.
2: good
0: very
1: good point, oh, Look here. Preach <laughs> it
2: my brother, Kristen Gastet. Yeah, and, and I I'll would just
0: like to... Can I just say, like, that was part of the reason I chose not to see the new Mulan film because I did have a big yeah. problem with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. I I totally understood that. That's why I didn't watch mm-hmm. it at first. Um, but as someone who is uh, an Asian American, um, it was a hard pe- it was a hard pill for me to swallow because I wanted to support Asian cinema. I think it's very important. So I did see it. Um, mm-hmm. but originally I was like, oh, there's a lot of politics in this, and they have, people have good reasons to not watch it. But at the same time, we need that Asian cinema in Hollywood. So I get that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, we all just gotta take in the information and use it to better society and better ourselves. And hopefully hopefully, we'll get past all this cancel stuff and be in a better place after it. But unfortunately, I don't see that happening.
2: Okay, to close out this section, and, I, yeah. and there's so much more to say, but I, yeah. we need to move on. Yeah, I, we need to move on. I get a very A very good and special person to the show I had a really mm-hmm. good Brianna Rose Cleaver, who, if you guys want to see some some Instagram post, make your heart melt. Go look at Ben's Instagram post from Valentine's Day. Anyways, from what I understand, according to Brianna, cancel culture gained a lot of traction on black Twitter around 2016 to hold people accountable. And it has now been twisted and perverted into what it is now and has got out of hand. Everyone wants to cancel everything that upsets them when it should be more about consequence culture and holding people accountable fantastic fantastic remark um yeah. That's and brad, and brad <laughs> this is this is great he goes it's a good time for actors to remember the art of mystery and why it made the icons of Hollywood in the past super duper famous people don't have to say everything they're thinking on social media they don't no Ooh, jim one last thing one
4: last thing
3: I I just remember this comparison in the late eighties, Michael Jordan was uh, approached to support a black democratic uh, political candidate in his home state of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And he refused to, it's not that he didn't support the candidate. It was that he refused to make a public uh, promotion of the candidate. And he is quoted as saying, Republicans buy sneakers too. That (laughs) is a business decision. And that is, is that is essentially kind of the mirror image of what happened, of what we've been talking about today.
2: It is, and I would love to, and, and this conversation will continue, but for this part of the show, I just want to kind of sum up that um, my, I have a really good friend, Greg, who Derek, you know, and, and Katie, have you, yeah. Yeah, you met Greg? And,
5: yeah, and, uh,
2: <laughs> yes, all the Comic Con, he's friends with myself and Cheeseman. And he's a a therapist, a a family therapist, and he says studies have shown, and I think we all know this, but we should remember this, that, because I was asking why is it people are so mad on social media? It's just giving them an opportunity to get their stuff out. He goes, that's not necessarily true. Studies have shown that if you can look at somebody in the eye, if you can see their face, you are exponentially less likely to try to destroy them yell at them be angry with them if you can see them on social media the minute that you take away someone's ability to see who they're trashing people just get nasty so much faster and um <laughs> and 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 that that makes so much sense the more that the less we see each other and this past year has just been a attended because we're all separate from each other and I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, and I don't want to put words in people's mouths, but a lot of us here, and uh, Mike, thank you for coming on. But those of us um, that are not Mike, we all kind of met because of our affiliation with church. You know, I'm not, and 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 I, I'm not saying that you know, that you have to see things our way. But the one thing that most of us do share is, and and Ben said it, and people have said it. It's just like, like kindness, love for your neighbor, and redemption. And because of that. I have a big problem Katie with trying to destroy people. Katie said it. Yep, Katie oh, Katie said it. it. I'm so sorry. I have a yeah. I have a problem with trying to destroy people just because I disagree with them. I just think everybody is deserving respect, honor for and 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 second and third chances. And Jesus Himself said seventy times seven. And um, I know you're Jewish, Mike, but we can all agree. Let's forgive people. I'm I love having you on the show. You've been such a great. Hey, Mike, uh, I know that you came on to talk about Gina Carano. We're going to move into the Josh Whedon stuff. It's super late where you are. Do you want to stay on with us? Stay on? We would love to have you stay on.
3: We are the Earth Station One Podcast, and we approve this message.
0: Hey, I'm Judy, and I've been a listener of Earth Station One for over 10 years. Yeah,
5: every day while Mike edited together over 550 episodes, you know all that geek-themed blah, blah, blah. I've listened so much that now I hear howdy in my sleep. You, too, can enjoy all the Earth Station One fun wherever fine podcasts are found. Okay, Mike, I did this for you. Are we going to get another dog
1: now? The Earth Station One podcast. Over 10 years for Geeks by Geeks.
2: So, this past week, um, the problems swirling around Joss Whedon have just gotten bigger. The tide of misconduct, according to Deadline, Mm. the tide of Mm. misconduct allegations against Joss Whedon from the actresses from Buffy the Vampire Slayer is turning into a tsunami. Sarah Michelle Gellar has come out. In she didn't route. actually
5: come out to say something happened, though, right? She just said she's with the victims.
2: She stands for all survivors of yeah, abuse. Yeah, she
5: stands. She said she stood by them, but she basically right. didn't want to make a statement about her experiences.
2: Oh, that's true. And so this yeah. all started actually. It, the the most recent conversation, as we all know, in our third topic tonight is talk about the Snyder. The Snyder ties into this
5: directly. Just no from- idea what you just said, Jim. You completely yeah, cut your out yeah. yeah.
3: Jim. What we need to get you, we need to get you a hundred foot long Ethernet cable. Plug that thing <laughs> directly into the side of your laptop and <laughs> plug it directly into the router. Because <laughs> your Wi-Fi is not working for us.
2: <laughs> well, this is weird tonight. Um. Uh, so. Can, can you guys hear me now-ish? You're.
5: You're pixely now, though, so really it's like if we get one, then we lose the other.
6: Uh-oh. We'll just have Jim post his questions in the private chat, and one of us will read it. <laughs>
5: could,
2: could somebody um, kind of explain what happened with Josh Whedon this week?
5: Um, I mean, I can try to recap, but if I'm missing yeah, stuff, please chime in, y'all. Uh, okay. So from what I read um, from Twitter, and I mean I, I get a lot of my news from Twitter and TikTok, and I know that that is one of the big problems is that we're getting information through social media. But that's where I go to get the gist of things really quickly. Um, but from what I saw, you know Michelle Tr- Trachtenberg, however you say her name, mm-hmm. and some of the some yeah. of the other stars from Buffy uh, were basically coming out to say that it was a very toxic environment on mm-hmm. set with Joss Whedon, um, mostly because of his work ethic and his way of doing things when he's directing.
2: It mainly um, started with um, Charisma Carpenter. She's the one yeah, that's this current, current trend because she was saying how he was very hostile to her. She yeah. became pregnant while she was working and Joss pulled her into a room, allegedly, according to her, and was like, so are you gonna keep it? And encouraged her to get an abortion. It was ruining his- I didn't history.
5: hear that, what the?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was that was yeah. in her long thing that she posted. She was talking about this.
2: Yes, and uh. then when she did not, he made life very difficult for her, and eventually wrote her off the show. Um, okay, this t- most of a lot of her fellow um, actresses on the show, Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm-hmm. track uh, is it Michelle Trachtenberg, and then also. Um, a lot of some of the guys came out as well to say, you know what? It was a hostile environment, it was a toxic environment, and it was difficult. This all dovetails onto what has been happening on the Justice League situation, where um, the actor, and I'm forgetting his name uh, Ray Fisher, yes, who plays Cyborg, came out in a very public way and said, I was really terrorized by this man on set. So um, right now, so Josh has stepped away. He was developing a show, HBO. HBO has cut off their relationship with him. And it looks as if Josh Whedon is, he's going to be um, probably silent for a, a, a while. So what is this? What's going on here? What do you guys think about what's happening here?
7: Well, well I think the most disturbing thing coming out of the, Buffy situation with Joss and and Buffy is Michelle Trackenberger or Trackenberg coming out and stating, uh, because of an incident involving me, there was the Trackenberg law on Hmm. set, and that was no one could be left alone, or Joss could not be left alone with Michelle or vice versa, Michelle, not be left alone with Josh or had to be someone else in the room at all times. Yeah,
2: her exact tweet was this. I am brave enough now as a 35-year-old woman to repost this. And she was reposting what was posted by Sarah Michelle and by Charisma Carpenter. She goes, because this must be known as a teenager with his not appropriate behavior, very not appropriate. We can surmise, but that, we don't know what that means. But We can guess. we so, um, we lost you, Jim.
3: He <laughs> Sorry says, uh,
5: about it. Not appropriate behavior, behavior with with her yeah. uh, as a young as a young actress.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: So here's the oh, talking 20, about something
7: from twenty years ago. Yeah, because she was fifteen at the time that this happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Um. So. Kind of echoing off what we were talking about earlier in the sense of cancel culture and how it relates to Joss Whedon, this is kind of what Derek was mentioning with like, where's the double, there's a double standard. Uh, Joss Whedon, this is not his first offense either. Mm -hmm. He gets canceled pretty often and then gets forgiven for it. So yes, it is possible to get redemption, but at the same time, it has to make last answer the question of why is he getting redeemed while other people are getting their careers completely ending? Um, so, will it stick this time?
0: What is it I, ask, you? I was just going to ask, like, do we know specifically, was it that he was difficult to work with, like, just being hard on everyone? Or do we know, like, was there actual, like, sexual harassment happening? That's because what was I was going to I didn't see maids, sexual harassment but,
5: stuff. Yeah.
6: Okay. Yeah, I was I really mean and made people cry and- Mm. It's
5: just I got the vibe that it was just a toxic, very toxic which is still terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course.
0: I just I couldn't find like specifics in the article that Jim sent us. So I was, I was curious yeah. what the words I were. I didn't
5: see any Me Too type other than the Michelle mm-hmm. Trashenberg, uh I cannot say her name right. Um I never got the that they were actually accusing him of anything right like gosh. that, but it was different situation than some other people are getting well, accused
7: of. Well I think with, with Buffy it's scenario they are keeping things quiet yeah for for everybody's sake because if the truth came out I think there would be what we saw with Gina would be even worse with with him but I think there was a line crossed if they turned around and said there was the the Trackenberg law yeah onstead that, that only seems to be implied. The line
5: yeah, yeah, that was the one. Yeah. That's why I said the rest of them didn't imply as much as Michelle's did.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. So. And Brad worked on Buffy, Brad Everett Young, and he says, when I worked on Buffy, I can say Joss had a dry and sarcastic sense of humor. He wasn't the friendliest, but he was though always actually working.
5: Can mm-hmm. I uh, Can I ask a question? Yes. Because um, obviously you guys read more about it. I just read some of the Preliminary stuff I could find in the trades and on Twitter, but like, did anybody in the MCU speak out against Joss? Because we all know that they've all worked with Joss with Avengers and stuff. And yep. so, and we did say this Buffy is 20 years old now, and we're talking about we were talking about Redemption earlier. It has obviously you guys talked about the Justice League actor, so that is a more recent thing. Mm-hmm. But how much has he continued this into now? now. Is my biggest question.
0: I'm definitely curious too because I remember during 2012 everybody loved Joss Whedon, and I yeah. mean I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of Firefly, and I haven't heard anything from any of those cast members on it either. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just to copy of what Katie was saying,
5: like was it was it a thing that he did as a younger person in Hollywood, and has since maybe gotten better? Or is it, I don't know if my question makes sense in that sense. Like I, no, mean, I think I'm I get what you're saying, person. Katie.
1: And I think like, just based on the stuff that Ray Fisher and people from the Justice League said have been saying, it sounds like maybe not, or maybe he did yeah. get better and maybe he was slipped back into some old habits. Because um, you know, some people like, granted, we don't know necessarily the extent of these things. Some people are just very unpleasant to work with and they get away with it when they're in positions of power. Yeah. Some people really do cross lines into sexual harassment and even assault and they get away with it because they're in positions of power. Mm-hmm. Um, We don't know which this is. It may be that someone talked to him. Because I've also heard stories of people who worked with him and had very pleasant experiences. Granted, that was like third hand. Alan came out and supported him.
4: Okay. Yeah,
1: and it it may be that in different different settings, different things were going on. Uh, Maybe different things were going on in his own life, and he acted differently. Um,
0: Just to add to that, though... some um, Could somebody just fact check? Because I really thought right before Justice League, didn't Joss Whedon go through a divorce as well? I'm not saying that that is an excuse, but that could be an explanation behind some of it. Sorry, Derek. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. But, well, yeah. no,
1: that's that's what I was thinking. Like, it may be mm-hmm. that during the Avengers movies, he was better to work with because people do, like, personalities are complex and they do go back and forth. Doesn't mean that, you know, the behavior was okay in these other settings, um, but I do know people can like do some do some very wrong things, apologize, and be really good at not doing those wrong things for a while, yeah. and do those wrong things again at another at another point. Um, it's it's hard to. Tell.
2: It's interesting to note that the Buffy showrunner, Marty Knoxon, she said, "I would like to validate their story." So the showrunner okay. of Buffy, she's a very well respected writer in Hollywood, and she that that's about as far as she went in saying that. So. And then James James Marsters, who played Spike, he said, yes, it was a very toxic workplace. So mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. I I mean, it's... I, mean, we're just, well,
7: go I, mean, ahead. I haven't seen the comments, but I know most recently, too, Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa have come yes. out mm-hmm. as well. Okay,
0: gotcha. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that, yeah.
2: Gal was a little bit more nuanced, though. Hers was, um, I stand with... I forgot what it was. Jason Momoa, though he he was ready to put the put the, the
1: throwdown on him. I think.
0: I think Jason Momoa would put down the throw put the throwdown on somebody for not saying thank you, though, because that's just how that guy works.
1: <laughs> well, he knocks plastic <laughs> bottles out of people's hands.
0: Yeah,
3: so, you yeah. Know. He didn't say God bless you. Um, I, I I feel like I could be way off base here, so I'm not making any kind of definite statement. But I feel like there were some rumblings around the Avengers time. But since it was such a huge thing, I think those kind of fell into the ether. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure. Uh, it well could have been, because that could fell into have been, the like... ether. Sorry, if
5: that was
3: that, that See, you 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 got it. You got it.
7: Infinity yeah. stone joke, sorry.
4: Yeah.
7: Hmm. There's still five more. Um, well, yeah, I have a question though. That, that could explain why Joss Whedon was not heavily involved with Agents of Shield like he was originally supposed to be as well, and it was left to, to his brother.
4: Right. Mm. Mm.
7: Jed.
5: Yeah, because he Joss did the pilot. Jed. He did the pilot, and then Jed was the Rest. main.
1: I'm just going to throw an idea out there. Maybe Joss Whedon should just stick to writing, and Zack Snyder should just stick to directing.
5: Mm. Although, if Joss Whedon does take over writing, we're just going to see a lot of people die and then come back all the right. time.
7: I'd rather see Zack Snyder just stick to
5: producing. But I think we can. I think we can agree that certain people should just direct and certain people. I, I'm not saying I don't like his writing style. It's just very predictable at this point. So, yeah. I mean, we all saw his rewrite to Thor: The Dark World. Just saying.
2: That was Joss Whedon.
5: Yes. So Joss Whedon, at the very end of Thor: The Dark World, uh, I believe they had just had come in and do some rewrites. Um from what I was wrong. I and mean, if I am wrong internet, I am very sorry. Please don't cancel me for for yeah, spreading falsehood. Um, so from what I understand he did rewrites for that. And if you guys remember in Thor of the Dark World world spoiler alert if anybody has not seen Thor of the Dark World, uh, a certain very very loved character who is getting his own show on Disney Plus is killed.
0: But Here's it's not Mavi.
5: It's not really killed because it was all a ploy and all this different stuff, but I thought it was interesting because while I saw the theater and Emily's sister about ready to leave the theater in anger, um, I thought, guys, Joss Whedon rewrote parts of the scene. What do you want to bet he did this scene?
0: So killing people. So all right, <laughs> he
6: probably killed Thor's mom. I'm sure he did that.
0: Mm-hmm. I have so, comments on that Loki or on on Loki, but I'm gonna save it for when the series premieres because I have so many things I want to say, and we're cutting 21. close to an hour and a half right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, so we, yeah, we are gonna t- trying to wrap this, up. but these two these two things kind of go together. They're not exactly the same thing. One person's making everybody's lives miserable, allegedly that he works with. Um, I I would like if this many people speak out. I, I think there's got to be a little bit of fire where the smoke's coming from. But mm-hmm. I'm not going – so we'll see what happens there. Um, I, maybe he's canceled. Maybe he goes away for a while and comes back. Maybe he – I think probably the best – hopefully I'm not breaking up. James Gunn gave a great example of an apology, goodwill tour to, to get himself mm-hmm. back in the good graces of the fans. And I think that mm-hmm. – you can kind of look at how he handled himself as to how you can come back, guys. Mel Gibson is still working, so it,
5: yeah, but his movies of. don't do well because people still have not forgiven him. So yes, he's still working, but he hasn't really been—you haven't heard much about his movies because of that.
1: So yeah, I didn't he, like also, know he was still working. He, he also went away for a while. Yes, he did. Started slowly making a comeback.
5: He yeah. he directed one of my favorite. World War II pictures that have come out in the last 10 years. Yeah. He was going to be in it and then found a better person to be in it. And I honestly think that that's the main reason why certain awards didn't get his way, right. even though that movie was stellar. So that's why my biggest example is, yeah, he did take the time away, which I totally respect him for, but have <laughs> they really forgiven him?
2: So, Mike, you were saying something?
7: I'll say wasn't it wasn't around the same time of the James Gunn thing when people then went after Chris Rock for comments he made, or there was a comedian, yeah, for comments he had made <clears throat> twelve years that he, yeah, oh yeah, apologized for as well, and it's like, okay, and then they harped on him because he didn't apologize then. It's like, no, yeah. I did back then. Why do I not do it again now?
2: Yeah, uh, just, I think. I think this is um, a big web that a lot of people are are going to continue to get swept up in. It's going to keep happening. People just need to be smarter. But I'm going to say it once. I'll say it again. Please, let's just remember to try to talk to people, have compassion and kindness. and Let's not just assume we need to destroy somebody because they say something. People mess up. Let's just be honest. People mess up. When I first was learning how to use Twitter, Luke was with me when I thought I was texting somebody and this whole angry conversation ended up on Twitter, and I had somebody had to email me say, "Hey, I think you're not doing it right." I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, No.
5: All
1: right. Also,
5: Derek, did I accidentally cut you off? I apologize if I did. I don't think
1: you did. I think okay. like a couple times when you were talking, I just like jumped in with a quick comment and okay. didn't. I just I try not to interrupt too much. Sorry. Um,
5: I want to make sure I didn't like steal what you were trying to say. I then. don't. I don't
1: remember. And if you did, I probably did it to you at some point too. So. <laughs> Okay. Don't worry about it.
2: So for thanks for this comment. One needs to ask what is okay and what is acceptable. Some things are not acceptable at all. I agree. Other things, like being other things like being difficult. Well, not the smartest, but that's been an issue. Back to Jackie Gleason. <laughs> hey, so folks, can we wrap up our discussion on the perils, pitfalls, and power of social media by talking about? a certain film coming out on HBO, four hours long. That is Tom and Jerry! Wait, it's four hours
4: media. long? It's Wait.
2: because of social media that the Snyder Cut is coming out. Did you guys see the trailer?
1: Yes. No. I, I
0: can't believe Superman's alive. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <I> no, what? <laughs> what? I mean, I didn't know
5: he died, let's be real, but... Oh, he did um, I at mean, the I end of that Batman v I did know he died. I did not see the movie because I've been told it is trash. Um, I've been what? told that if I'm going to watch it, to watch the director's cut or the extended edition or something. That if I'm going to watch it, I need to watch that version.
2: It's the Snyder cut, Katie.
5: No, I'm talking about Batman v Superman first because oh, I did not okay. see Batman v Superman, Damn. and in Justice League. Everybody was like, "Wait, how is this going to work?" Because he's dead. So I knew a spoiler from Batman v Superman, even though I haven't seen it.
7: Don't don't worry about seeing Batman Heart Superman beyond the okay. Okay, like- that's what I've been telling you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: For somebody who is well versed in the DC universe, tell me what you thought. Tell us what you thought of the trailer that dropped Sunday, yesterday. If you're watch- watching this live.
6: Anybody, i wouldn't call myself well versed but uh i will say i did enjoy the trailer it was cool to kind of see that they've done a lot of like reshooting as you can tell and a lot of the cgi has been redone like they really look like they put an effort to make the steppenwolf character because a lot of people were just distracted by that and didn't quite like how it looked but it looked like they put some extra armor and did a lot of stuff so it's pretty cool what they did the trailer and it looks it also sounds like they're going to add a lot more with the cyborg character because they had kind of a whole i think some more of his backstory and other stuff so i think we're going to get a little more of the origins of him through this that was unfortunately cut and i think that was part of the whole josh whedon type thing of, i think he cut some of the stuff they were planning on either shooting or he did i'm not exactly sure and then There was a special cameo at the end, which I'm sure we'll be talking about here in a second. I won't quite say what that was, but that was pretty interesting that they brought a certain character. in Luke, since you brought it up, let's
2: talk about this cameo at the end of the trailer. For those of you who are looking at a grotesque picture of the Joker, Jared Leto, long hair, very dour looking. He's wearing some kind of gown. Is it a hospital gown or something? Like a surgical gown.
5: It it doesn't look like a hospital gown, but it looks like it It might be straight. Uh, What's it called? Straight jacket.
3: Yeah. It it looks well, it also kind of looks because you can kind of see in the front, it almost looks like he has a face mask hanging down there. Now he's got the (laughs) face mask on his person, but he's not wearing it. So we don't know what side of the political spectrum he falls on.
5: I was like i'm waiting for this statement ben i'm waiting for this <laughs> i have a question though because i did not- the
2: whole show together that was perfect
4: yes
5: i have not Good seen job, justice league obviously um it's, he's not in it right so this is the first time we're right. seeing him in it right uh-huh. okay so i didn't know that so everybody's like jared leto joker and i was like wasn't he already in the movie like i didn't know he wasn't in the movie <laughs> so that was just me was it
0: out. Wasn't he going to be in it? And then because of how he treated Margot Robbie, they cut him from it? Was that what happened? I, Did don't know right?
4: I didn't hear
0: that. I just don't really I care, didn't care for I didn't I just. My I didn't biggest thought while watching it. this trailer was I forgot so much of Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> it had very little effect on my life. I think there was a Pet cemetery joke, and that's, that's it. That's all I remember. <laughs>
7: What were you going to say, Mike? I was going to say, I don't think he was originally in it. Um, I think the first time we ever see him was, was uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but was, wasn't that mm-hmm.
1: out before? That was out before Justice League. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes? Yes. Yeah. No, because yes. I remember yeah. like when I was working at Warner Brothers, and there were-
5: Yeah, yeah, it was before. In different
1: offices. Yeah.
2: I do know that Jared Leto, apparently, he was filming another film where his hair is very long. And they mm. brought him in for like a day or two of shoots, and he just did not want to cut his hair. That's what I've heard. And so that's why I though.
4: No. But
0: don't, don't cut your hair. hair don't shave your cut. mustache. It'll does, be fine. Does Justice
5: League take <laughs> place after Suicide Squad? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Okay. Well, that just answering that question. Suicide Squad was released in 2016, and Justice League was 2017.
5: But we don't know if that. Is chronological order as to when the events of the movies happen.
1: In universe.
0: I've, I mean I was always The squad wasn't in chronological order by itself. I'm so sorry, Jim. I just interrupted you. <laughs> oh no, I just didn't think
2: that they were existing the same um DCU universe. I, I didn't think they were supposed to be existing oh, together. Who
5: knows? Because the DCEU universe is a hot mess. Well,
1: uh, it's all well, been kind of back and forth.
2: Like, guess who's gonna whoot Katie who's the big can't person. Cameo that's going to be in the next Shazam movie.
5: Superman. Yeah. Not any Superman, frickin' freaking yeah. Henry Cavill, which yeah. means me and my roommate are like just gonna <laughs> like explode because it's both of our like men in our I movie. want to see that movie
1: with Danae and Katie.
5: Oh, yeah. You guys, we need to yeah, live man. stream that. We for sure we <laughs> yes, need to live yeah. stream that. Yeah. Like, for sure.
1: Hey,
2: hey Mike, did you mean, I didn't be-
4: know that
0: news yet. This is new to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey Mike, did you have any other thoughts on the? Tra- did you see the trailer?
7: I Just see the trailer. What uh, did you
4: think? Uh,
7: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. a
5: Marvel guy, I take it.
7: Well, I lo- I love both sides. It's just Wonder Woman is probably the best DC film made. Yeah. Other than that, there hasn't been anything to me. I'm going to show H here. There hasn't been a decent. DC film since Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns. That's me, oh, that's, that's me.
6: No. Nolan Not even,
7: I not like even Nolan. Nolan's. Ah, I'll, I'll right. give you give, I'll give you Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, I'll give you Dark Knight, but that Okay,
0: but, I was going to say Sorry, I read Okay, but, but Shazam. Read but Shazam comment, was sorry. amazing. It was Shazam. the Thor dark world of the DC universe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, okay, sorry, it was a that's Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok.
1: Big difference. The name. Big difference.
0: Big difference. Big difference. Don't mm-hmm. listen to me. Please don't cancel me for mixing up my Thor movies. <laughs> Thor, Thor. Okay, I'm not going to get into Thor: Dark World. I I have biased yeah. opinions. All right. Difficult. Let me just rewind. Shazam was the Thor Ragnarok of the DCU. That's what I meant to say. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to restate and apologize and for having forgiveness, everyone. Great example. They tried. As far as I know,
5: Brad, they did try. And then it was eventually confirmed that that's not necessarily true. If I read correctly, I I saw that rumor that they're like, no, he's not in it. But then I also saw something that said, yeah, that might might be a lie.
6: Ben, (laughs) what about Superman, for those who are listening? Well, I was just going to say a
3: a real quick thing to kind of tie the theme of today's show together. Um, I hated Suicide Squad. I hated that movie. Uh, And I really, really hated... Listen, the the same thing with the other Justice League movies. I love the actors that they cast. I love Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne and Ben Affleck as Batman. But all those movies were awful. Just, (laughs) Just bad, poorly written, poorly constructed films and i I think there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of reasons why but one of the things is i hated jared leto's joker leto leto i'm not sure i say leto but i
5: never know either i thought it was leto but
3: i hated his portrayal the joker with the gold teeth and the tattoos and all this kind of stuff and i was like what are they trying to
0: do like a cat right Right.
6: (laughs) Agony about it for some reason but with the kind of the grill in his mouth and all that Right. Well, and they, and that extended
3: into the Harley Quinn character, which I love Robo, uh, M- Robo Marley, uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. And I, I loved Birds of Prey. I really
1: enjoyed Birds of Prey a lot. That was fun. And by the way, um, I just looked up it is Leto. Wikipedia has uh, IPA, the phonetic alphabet spelling on it. So,
4: it is Leto. so.
3: So here's the thing, and and if you want to hear an extended version of this story, check out that hashtag show's uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs 30th Anniversary podcast over on that hashtag show. I guessed on that, and I share a longer version of this story. But you guys already know, we talked about it on the show last week or the week before, I had a small role in the movie The Little Things, which starred uh, in addition to Denzel Washington and Rami Malek, one Jared Leto. And I did not interact with Jared Leto but I was on set with him and I watched him film uh, a, a scene for like two and a half hours now I hate the Joker that Jared Leto played and and from that Jared Leto became this person on the internet to hate Yeah, because he's just he's just a character in movies right and to s- take nothing away from the rest of Jared Leto's life that's weird in all sorts of ways But there I find myself standing on a set in North Hollywood outside at two o'clock in the morning last November. And I'm, I'm looking at this man, this human in flesh in front of me, who is no longer just a, a person on the internet to hate on. It's an actual person sitting there filming the same five second scene over and over and over again for two and a half hours. And all of a sudden it dawned on me that this is a real person. And he was handed this Legendary role of the Joker: Caesar, uh, Caesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, Mark Hamill, uh, uh, J- uh, uh, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. That thing. Tony Heath Hale. Trying to think of,
1: and what? Tony, Tony Hale, Hale and Hale. Batman Ninja. And Tony Just Hale. Sure. Out there. What's
5: his name from but, Lego? Lego Batman. Sorry. Okay.
1: Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. But the
3: that's the my favorite. guys joke. really made huge impacts with their Jokers. Zach Galifianakis and, and Tony Hale of course we love we love tony but um you know not as well known but these these guys made their mark on this character it, they are legendary they are uh cultural their portrayals of this character and then they handed that to Jared leto and they said hey you're weird why don't you take your own take on this and remember make it memorable otherwise you suck and <laughs> You know, so he had this responsibility on his shoulders. There was probably a lot of input from the studio, the director, all sorts of different sources that were getting in and fiddling with everything. So I realized, oh, this is a guy who was just like he was trying to do something and it totally did not work. But he's still a person. He's still a real person. And I saw him. I saw his face. And that was the thing to take it back to what we were talking about earlier. I saw his face. And I realized he's a real person and not somebody just to make fun of. Now he's got all sorts of weird stuff going on in his life. Notwithstanding still a real person. And that made an impact on me being on set with him.
0: I think the issue with me though, in that movie was just how he treated Margo Robbie. Sure. It was was not good things. And Jim looks like he really wants to talk and I'm sorry. I stepped on the end of your thing there, Ben, but just a lot of that. I know it was, that was a big troubling thing for a while. I won't get into it because we're at almost two hours, but the end. Well, hour and a half, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Hour <laughs> and a half,
2: yeah. I actually did not want to talk because I keep cutting out. I was so glad <laughs> that the rest of you were are filling in. Guys, we We've been are, doing
5: okay lately, but yeah.
2: We are at – I think it, when I talk very quickly, it starts cutting – yeah, like the speed of my talking affects my internet. What am I saying?
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny because Luke's internet is fine.
1: Yeah, that's
7: weird.
4: Oh yeah, you we guys live in the same place. place. How? So
5: Oh
1: really <laughs> <laughs>
7: okay, never mind. We I mean, don't know each other. I, there, there was a brief second where where Luke was starting to derez a little bit as well. I don't know if he
0: holds still for so long. It's like he
2: cut out. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. This has been you know what? I was kind of worried about tonight's show. If we were gonna get get into a wrestling match here, that would have been cool. This was great. And you know what? I think we've demonstrated you can talk about issues that you don't fully agree with with your friends, and you can still come out the other side as
6: friends. So Luke Small made a comment about
5: that actually.
4: I hate you all.
6: What'd you say, Luke? Just don't tweet about it is what (laughs) what I (laughs)
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah your but mom also was- the thing
6: is it's like we live in a time it's like you need to just learn to hold your tongue like there's no worse time mm-hmm. to post something controversial but then people are like i want to do that more like <laughs> it's weird how like people want to argue and say more stupid stuff when it's not a good time in history ever to do that if and people could just learn to kind of like i don't know think before you speak kind of a thing it could go a long yeah. way
2: and just be kind, be kind, yeah. be kind. And we're going to end with this. Brad said, Shut up. There's a gremlins reunion in a Mountain Dew commercial. Billy and Gizmo rena- reunite 31 years later. Amazing. That
4: was like the like E.T. Nice. That was like so. yeah.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. So sorry. Also, Brad, I'm going to end with one of your other ones. He says, I like this Wookiee person. <laughs> Tell you yeah, what, Mike, we are so glad that you joined us tonight. Thank you for staying up. Wow, we are keeping him up late, guys. He's got to go to work. So let's um kind of wrap up. Mike, where can people find you, follow you, find out what's going on in your world?
7: Uh you can find me well with Wookie Radio. Um, since we we talked Wookiee Radio my and Marvel. Wookie Radio on all things social media at Wookie Radio. Uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks. You can find us at Mighty Marvel Geeks on most everywhere except for Twitter. At Twitter, we are at Marvel Geeks. Cool. And on that note, I am great.
4: <laughs> I love it. I love it. We started way- it
5: with, with like a Chewy reference and then ended it with Groot. Bru- I approve of that. You
2: yeah. <laughs> Mighty Marvel Geeks was on the stage, you said at the l- most recent Star Wars celebration, right? No, uh, one the one that kind of recent,
7: uh, 2017.
2: 20, I think this impressive very cool.
4: Yeah.
7: We hope that I, I, th- I think the first ever Marvel podcast to appear on the stage. Nice. Impressive. In which we 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 talked about the uh, the history of Marvel and Star Wars. Awesome.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, guys. We're going to say our goodbyes, starting with the gentleman, half of the Samblings right next to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're not going to be able to get to our president's. Hey, you know what? If you guys What's give that? me three more oh, minutes. Just
3: put it on the website, Jim. Just put it on, <laughs> yeah, the, just website. Put it on the website.
1: Put it on the website yeah. for later. It's okay. We'll just All right, announce here. Our top ten list.
2: Our favorite presidents. because I advertised it, I'm so sorry. It's in the advertising. we got to say, it. number one. This is from the Samblings. Who's number one? Nobody cares. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. And hey, 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 Air, Air, Force Air, Force Air Force One, right? Yeah, Air Force, Air
5: Force One.
2: Air Force. Yeah,
5: no, yeah, so great, so
6: great. Get off work. my plane.
2: This is a no particular order. Here we it's go. Like top
5: 10 presidents in film. Guys, people, actors who played presidents in a film, for those yes, who are yes, listening. Film and
6: fandom.
0: Because
2: yes. it's President's Day. <laughs> yes. so, president's Day, some of our favorite on-screen presidents. This is Mr. Martin Sheen as Josiah Bartlett in the West Wing, one of the most gracefully written oh, shows ever on TV. Yeah. All right, here's another. Let's celebrate the presidents of 24. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, they had
5: multiple presidents. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, I did not
1: watch a lot of 24.
5: I only watched <laughs> I didn't a few either.
4: episodes.
1: But people always said that president was awesome. Yep, yeah. here we go. Derek, this is one you should recognize. Yeah, this is the, the president from Rick and Morty. I'm not sure if the character has a name. He's voiced by Keith David and he's pretty entertaining.
2: <laughs> all right. I don't know if you guys will recognize this one. Wait, here we go.
7: Jack Nicholson, Mars Attack. Yes. Yeah.
5: I was like, what did he find the president? And now I remember.
7: All right. And here is my
2: one of my all time favorite presidents right here Laura Rosalind. So
1: say we all. President of the 13 Colonies of Cobalt,
2: Battlestar Galactica. And of course, Danae. The pr- I forgot how you described him. The president we never, the best president we never had. Yeah, the
5: best yeah. president America never had. Okay, but was I wrong in our text thread? He's played the president in more than one movie, correct?
2: We're talking about Mr. Bill Pullman.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. ID
2: four. All right.
5: You know, yeah, but he he also played know. the president in something else, didn't he? we fight for our independence.
3: <laughs> I forgot to mention we should have put up Terry Crews president in Idiocracy. <gasps> oh my goodness, yes. I, I almost
2: did, but I ran out of time to pull him together. Yes, because his name is like so long,
1: it's like 15 words long. It's so <laughs> I love it.
7: I'll throw, I'll throw two more out there. Uh yeah. Kevin Klein and Dave. Yeah, yes, we mentioned I mentioned that.
1: this and Jim did not include him in the list. That is an amazing I ran out of time. <laughs> movie. Yes, it's okay. A
7: tiny, tiny list in fifth element.
1: Oh yes,
2: that's a. Good My wife one. was
3: just watching The Fifth Element in our living room while we were recording this show.
2: All right, <laughs> speaking of recording the show, let's stop doing that. All right, <laughs> to take a from Derek?
1: Start with Derek. Yeah. Oh, we didn't mention uh, Zaphod Beeblebrox from The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But anyway, um, yeah. This I'm Derek. I'm a regular here. I still have a Twitter. I haven't deleted it. It's at con guy Derek. Um, But, you know, as we talked about tonight, I kind of hate social media. So (laughs) you're not going to see me on there much right now.
2: All right.
5: Katie. Uh, I am Katie, a.k.a. Katie Christine, across all social media, TikTok and Twitch included. Uh, If you guys want to catch me in my gaming nerd mode, uh, catch me late nights on Twitch, most nights. Uh, doing that thing, playing Witcher 3, playing Ghost of Tsushima lately, I just started. I was really stoked about that. Mm-hmm. I do theme streams, it's pretty fun. I was giving away some pops last week, so you can catch me there. I have also been writing uh, reviews for the for Batwoman and Riverdale on that hashtag show. There should be a new uh, review coming up soon, if it's not up already. And a new, a new one coming out in March, which I will reveal later. Uh, and uh, hopefully, trying to think of some new things for us to do over at the con guy, social media, Derek yep. doesn't do it, but Katie is way too absorbed with social media. You guys can <laughs> catch me also constantly live tweeting, whatever I am watching on TV.
6: So. Jeez. Right. And you can still find me on social media. I'm not going anywhere right now at uh, a <laughs> cheese on couch right here on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find me on the con guy.com and check us out also on our audio channels that we've been doing.
0: Hi, I'm Danae. I'm the other half of the Samblings and the other con girl. You can find me on Instagram at D-N-A-Y-S and I'm currently figuring out TikTok because I always thought it was a Kesha song, but you can find me at Winey Danae, but that's spelled like the wine that you drink.
5: W-I-N-E-Y. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Winey Danae, because I do like wine and most of my jokes are about Francia. (laughs)
3: Hey everyone, old buddy Ben. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at B-E-N-K-L-I-E-W-E-R. That's Ben Cleaver. Hard to spell. Easy to say. Uh, I, Being an actor, comedian, writer, producer, I, I swim in that social media pool. Uh, so I, I got to. Um, really quickly, uh, as far as conventions coming up or public events, if you're interested in that sort of thing and the potential for them, uh, in California, at least... The California government has contracted the distribution of COVID 19 vaccinations to Blue Shield. And uh, it was announced today that Blue Shield's plan is to begin administering up to, I think they said, 3 million vaccinations a day by March 1st.
4: Um,
3: That's crazy. I think that's the correct number. Um, But, you know, if we're looking to get back into going to public events, For example, Comic-Con, which we have not heard, uh, you know, yes or no on yet. Uh, That would be something uh, very, uh, very interesting to keep an eye on. But anyway, uh, it was great being on the show tonight. I love you guys. And remember, I keep drinking out of this red cup because whenever Ben Cleaver shows up, it's always a party.
2: And you can find me, just find me at conguy.com. And Brad, take us out with, remember kids, do unto others as you would have done to you. Mic drop. Peace out. See you guys later.
5: This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public store